0: I'm straight edge. I'm a man of great discipline. CM Punk claims his only addiction is competition. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. My addiction is wrestling. He's got a different style. His in-ring abilities are just different. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Kempo Karate, Muay Thai kickboxing. Those Muay Thai kicks right to the face of the champion. This guy's got the goods, man. I'm telling you, there is no stopping CM Punk. CM Punk wants nothing more than to be the ECW champion. My obsession is competition. The time is now, and I'm going to make the most of this opportunity. My name is C.M. Hunt.
1: episode the right way, stepping on the microphone cable and hearing during the interview music. Episode 44, we are here, Mike Volpe's in studio, Brian Lipsitz is over the Skype, how you doing guys?
2: Good, how are you?
1: I'm still good. Alright. Alright. We have a lot of stuff to talk about as usual, as well as a lot of just new stuff in general to go over real quick. Uh, We had introduced the new voicemail a couple weeks ago, for people that don't know. We do have a voicemail system in place now. At any time, you can call 508-316-9787, or on thegeekgeneration.com, you can hit the call me button on the site sidebar, and it will actually call you if you put your name and number in, and you can leave a voicemail that way, and we will play those voicemails on the show if we feel like it. And uh, if you want to ask some questions, that would be awesome because we love getting questions. I think I'm going to do away with the poll question for good.
2: Okay. Why? Just no no response?
1: No, it's not that we don't get any responses. Well, for one, I I beg and prod people to get responses, and most of the time we don't. But I feel like I'm limiting people by giving them a criteria. Like, if people hear stuff that we talk about and they have a question about it or they want to give their input, they will. Mm -hmm. I don't have to poke and prod people to give their input. So I think the poll question is too limiting. I want people to just be able to ask questions and give feedback whenever they want to give feedback. So... I think the poll question's done. Plus, the way the new system we're recording now, it's not going to line up totally with whatever. This way, we can just kind of go into a listener mailbag whenever we need to Mm -hmm. and pull out any questions or emails or anything like that. I just think it's a better system that way. Uh, We have some new easier-to-remember links in addition to the new voicemail. So I had introduced, and you would probably hear it in the commercials, that there is a new link for thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon if you want to use that when you do your Amazon shopping. That's all you have to do now, thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, and anything you buy, we get a commission for. You don't spend any additional money. That really, really helps out the site and the show and allows us to keep doing it because I keep getting more and more pressure on me to stop doing this stuff and start getting something that pays more money. Because I don't get any money for this. I actually spend money to do this most mm-hmm. of the time. So if that keeps happening the way it is, this could go away. So people, if w- they want this stuff, they need to support it. Bottom line. But there are some new easy-to-remember links. Like thegeekgeneration.com slash Facebook will bring you right to the Facebook page. Uh, if you use thegeekgeneration.com slash Twitter, you go right to the Twitter account. If you use slash YouTube, you'll go to our new YouTube page. And yes, there's a new one up there. There's no content on it yet. I think I'm going to wait until we have some original content to put on there instead of just throwing everyone else's like <laughs> movie trailers and stuff on there. And if you go to uh, geekgeneration.com slash dig, D I G G, it'll bring you to the dig site as well. If you're a dig user, you can follow us on there. I think we only have like two. Nobody ever really uses dig. Yeah, what's but dig? our? It's, it's a d- different uh, news aggregate that oh. you can submit stories to. Our site automatically publishes all stories to dig as well, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone really follows it on there. So it's an option. It's out there if people want to use it. Hmm. So those are just some easy to remember links. As we get other things, we will add those up there too. Uh, in addition to the new voicemail and the new links, we have a new logo that I just put up on the site and the Twitter avatar and all that stuff yesterday. And I even designed a wallpaper for it that maybe I'll put up on the site if I'm nice. Maybe (laughs) if people want to use it, I'm still waiting to get 10 reviews on iTunes to put up the iPhone and iPod wallpapers, but people aren't doing that either. So I'm keeping it hostage until people decide to just go (laughs) write a review. It takes two seconds. Go into the iTunes store, write a review, give us a little feedback, rate the show easy, right? But I do have a wallpaper created and, uh, I like the new shield logo so far. I might do some tweaking, I'm not entirely sure yet, but once it's totally done, we're going to kind of rebrand stuff with that because it's been a while and we need something simpler, more recognizable. I think this will do it. We also have some new
2: merchandise. Ooh. Ooh. The Captain America shield with the Geek Generation logo (laughs) on it. That's what I'm seeing. (laughs) No.
1: Uh, We do have rubber wristbands. Yep. Yes. I ordered 200 rubber wristbands. They're just blue. They're All very those, nice. Yeah. They like, came out really good. Yeah, like those Live Strong bracelets mm-hmm. that came out years ago. They're just blue. And in white lettering, they say The Geek Generation on one part. And they say TheGeekGeneration.com on the other side. So I don't know how I'm going to give those out yet. I've given some to Mike. And mm-hmm. Mike's going to pass them out to people yep. he knows. I'll be giving some to Brian. Brian can hand out some to people he knows. I'll uh, bring them to San Diego. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Are, yeah. Bring them to San Diego Comic-Con. I'll be giving some out at New York Comic Con when I'm there. I might be dropping some in some local comic stores to pass out. And I don't know how I'm going to hand them out to the fans and stuff. Because I'm thinking uh, superfan Chris Tong might need to get some mailed to him. Yeah. I think he deserves them at this point. And then I'm not sure what else I'm going to do with some other ones. Maybe some contests to give some away. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. I was going to say you should uh, have people write in and explain why they should get one. Why they should?
1: (laughs) How many they want and who they're going to give them to?
3: Yeah, and why they should be getting them.
1: Yeah. Chris Tong, email me. Tell me how many you want. I'll send them to you. Give me your address, too. I will send them. He deserves them. Everyone else, you have to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Since we do have the new Shield logo and everything, right now there are some uh, things up on Zazzle. And I don't I don't think I have Cafe Press stuff up for this site. But there's some stuff up on Zazzle. If you go to geekgeneration.com slash store, you can get some of our original logo T-shirts and everything. I'm thinking I might order some screen-printed Shield logo T-shirts if people want them. The only thing is, if we're going to do it, we need to do pre-orders so I can get an exact amount. I don't want to buy too many mm-hmm. and then just spend way too much money on stuff I'm not going to sell. So if I can figure out how to, uh, put up some sort of pre-order thing on the site and we can do that. And if people are interested, then they can kind of sign up for it. And that way I'll know a number and see if it's worth doing at all. And depending on how many we get, that'll determine the price more or less. So we'll see. Uh, lastly, well, this isn't really new stuff, but, uh, Mike and I went to Red Robin the other night. Yep. Yeah. And we were just joking around. I was wondering why the name in the comics bothered me so much, Red Robin. And it's because <laughs> I like the restaurant. <laughs> and it's just a weird, like double naming thing. Mm-hmm. And um So did did your food taste like Tim Drake? No. Well I don't know what Tim Drake tastes I don't know. like. No. <laughs> oh and I shouldn't know. No. A because he's fictional and <laughs> <laughs> um no, but uh, Red Robin opened up in Warwick.
2: Yep, right by the Warwick Mall. Yeah,
1: and I'd been there many times. That was Mike's second time yeah, at one. First
2: one in the state, I believe. In Rhode Island? Yeah, I don't think there's any
1: other ones. Because there's some in Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great place, I love it.
2: It was very good. Good yep. burger.
1: And we were talking about writing skits. and uh... Red <laughs> Rocket. No, not Red Rocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sparky red rocket um no Mike and I were talking about when the uh, uh I was saying to Mike when we were paying the check what would happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what how would someone react if when the waitress ran over you had your entire check in all singles and you just threw them up in the air and yelled make it rain <laughs> I'll make it rain like what would the reaction be would they just get look at you shocked or be like you pick all that up and you pay me that money <laughs> I just think it would have been a really fun visual. Yeah. But we went uh we went to the mall afterwards and I took a picture with Justin Bieber. You did? Which I have yet to see.
2: Mhm. It's on your
1: phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's is Jess in the phone. background. Yeah. Um <laughs> not the real Justin Bieber, Brian. Oh. I know. Oh. I know you're disappointed. Oh,
2: wait, wait, wait. Hold the phone, Brian. Are you a Justin Bieber fan? Oh, Do well, you well, have yeah. Bieber fever? <laughs>
1: No, God, no. Okay, Justin Bieber fever is like an STD. Because
2: so if you had said yes, I would have taken the headphones off and walked right out of here. <laughs> that would have been
1: it. No, there was a st- uh, cardboard stand-up of Justin Bieber at the Warwick Mall, and I posed just like him. Really? It was fun.
2: That's what Red Robin does to you. It makes you do goofy. I, there's something in their food that just makes you get real goofy.
1: You got goofy. I was already I goofy before we even started eating there. Although maybe it was after the French fries they brought out for us.
2: Yeah. Free fries while waiting. Yeah. Because there's
1: a 40-minute wait to get in that place. Yeah, since it was new, like, it just opened up on the 27th. Yep. So there were a ton of people there. Oh,
2: my God. And it, it brought out the fatties. <laughs> Holy cr- <laughs> Now, for the – I mean, nobody knows. I'm a fitness trainer. So it's like I'm standing in a place like that, and I've already looked up the calories of every burger. So I know what I'm going to eat. Yeah, you've never promoted your business on the show. You always no, promote never. the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, (laughs) well, it's because I don't know how many listeners. Why promote the the
1: thing that pays you money? Why do that?
2: How many people are in the air? Well, we'll find. All right. Well, so you never know. We'll promote it. Um, Yeah, it's just, I mean, we're just looking around. I mean, there's like triple front butts and and just the fattiest people. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Just it got these fat people off their couches and got them moving. At least they're moving. At
1: least they're moving.
2: But yeah, I mean, that place just brought out the best of the best, let me tell you. There were some sights to see.
1: We were outside waiting for our table, and they were bringing out baskets of french fries to people and ketchup and everything. That was awesome.
2: Before you got there, Jess and I were sitting on the curb watching, and it's this lady in pink with just huge... And they walk out with this tray, tray full of uh, fries. And this lady's face just lit up. Oh, my God. And um, they're asking, would you like some fries? Would you like some fries? And I'm waiting for them to get to the fast Yes, lady. I lunch some fries. <laughs> they didn't even have to ask. she just reached over, grabbed the basket. Thank you. Oh, I don't know. It made my day. Each like, basket, Of course like you wanted skittle. those fries.
1: You keep eating them. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> All right, well. Let's, yeah, moving uh, on. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yay! Uh, normally we start with Brian, but I know Brian's gonna have a, a crazy long geek out here, and Mike's been very, very excited about his geek out. Yeah. So Mike, what okay. are you geeking out over this week?
2: All right. Well, it starts with let me give you the backstory. Uh, oh God. It's a night. Well, it should have gone to Brian. It's first. a 1966 <laughs> spaghetti western, an Italian spaghetti western. So the movie's in Italian, and it's dubbed over into English, um, and it's called Django. D-J-A-N-G-O. The reason I even bought the movie in the first place was because I had read an article uh, where Rob Zombie had been interviewed. This was right around when The Devil's Rejects came out. Mm-hmm. And he listed off all the movies that had inspired him over the years to to try to make horror movies or make like a Western movie. And this was on there. And, and from the sound of it, it sounded really cool. The, it just says, A coffin-dragging gunslinger enters a town caught between two feuding factions, the KKK and a gang of Mexican bandits. Uh, and and this guy Django <laughs> is caught between the struggle of them, and it's a fun movie. There's a lot of action, and for that time, for 1966, there's a lot of guts and and gore. Like this was this movie had been pushing the boundaries. So now this leads into what I'm geeking out over. I was online looking up what Quentin Tarantino was going to do next because I know that he had already said there's going to be a Kill Bill three, mm-hmm. and that was going to be coming out in 2014. Making it yes oh my god oh don't oh my god this is exciting so he's going it's going to be his take on it and I with his Quentin no tarantino. get out i
1: hate tarantino you're off your
2: own show i hate him <laughs> he is awesome i love his movies i love the dialogue and the action sequences don't do that brian do you like tarantino
3: i i i do like him okay. i don't like all of the stuff but most of the stuff i enjoy brian you're fired
2: <laughs> wait a minute if he's getting fired that means he's on a payroll are you getting paid no okay just checking so he gets he, paid in perks oh i see well this movie is supposed can't to come talk out about on oh show. that's nasty oh, oh my god where's the show going okay so, so right in the, the dark place so tarantino wait what hey i'm trying <laughs> yeah, to continue he my just kick said, out. right in
1: the dark place and that's oh. that's more gutter talk anyway go ahead
2: so the movie is set to come out christmas 2012 okay um it's going to be his take on, uh, the Django movie. It's going to be called Django Unchained.
1: Um, oh yeah. I've it's going to be us. Yep.
2: Yeah. A slave turned bounty hunter sets out to rescue his wife from the brutal Calvin Candy, a Mississippi plantation owner. And so far, it, they're all rumored who's going to be in the movie, but he's got, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, listed as the plantation owner, Christopher Waltz, who is the, He's from the mega Bastards, Na- right? Yeah, the mega Nazi yeah. guy. The guy that you just wanted to see get killed. Which I didn't
1: see because of But he's
2: movie. actually supposed to be like uh, Django's buddy in this movie. Jamie Foxx, listed as Django. And uh, Franco Nero, who's the original Django, is going to be in the movie as well. Uh, at first, I was like, Jamie Foxx. But, I don't know, I I've, Tarantino seems to take car- or actors and, and bring the best out of them. That's what I think anyway. I haven't seen a movie where I go, Oh, that guy sucked in that movie. You know? He, Tarantino's movie? Yeah, I think he all he chooses actors and actresses and, and you know, Uma Thurman, for example, besides Quentin Tarantino's movies, her movies generally suck.
1: Like that's because Uma Thurman generally sucks.
2: But she uh. but he, he can bring out the best in her. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, every movie except for the Tarantino ones are like the squashed tomato
1: well yeah but we all know the only opinion that really matters is mine
2: that's because this is your show if I had a podcast <laughs> it would be my opinion yeah but that got me even more excited because then I was like all right so now we got we know what his next movie is going to be and then of course moving on to you know the fact that he's going to do another Kill Bill gets me really excited and
1: oh yeah another Kill Bill
2: oh come on those movies were awesome <laughs> give me that thing <laughs> <laughs> put the yay thing up that's Kill Bill three be. yay <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope your fans out there will send nasty emails. Or, you know, it'd be better some voicemails on that. Let, uh-huh. let Rob know out how who much. he
3: really likes Kill Bill and wants to tell Rob off, please yes. feel free to send a voicemail or email. Let him know how much you like mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Oh. <laughs> He's just going to. All right.
2: Uh, and then my second geek That's out. That's the
1: other new thing, by the way. If people haven't noticed yet, I now have a sound thingy.
2: Yeah, we gave Rob a remote control on You sound didn't effects. give
1: Rob anything. Rob took control. Rob took
2: control of his own show.
1: Yep. Rob's got sound <laughs> effects now, and he will abuse them.
2: I was so excited about this. You just found a way to bash it. Thanks. <laughs> Real nice.
1: Hey, you're, you're, you can be excited about it all you want. If you like Tarantino stuff, that's fine. I just don't like him.
2: Batman's gay. <laughs> <laughs> with Robin, you there, son of a bitch. Why is a grown man in leather running got, around with you a fourteen-year-old boy? Why you <laughs> yeah, I'm going there. I'm going there. What, what, what? All right, let's stop. Oh, Moving on. <laughs> so my other geek out was going to be Red Robin, but we discussed that. Oh, okay. It was good. Yum. It was very good. Okay, you're okay. a Brian. <laughs> he totally killed his
1: mood. He was like, Yeah. yeah. He just like he oh, so excited anymore. about it for so long. I'm such an asshole. Oh. <laughs> Rob, you are an asshole. <laughs>
3: Ah, right who's up now? Am I up?
1: Sure, up? You can be up. Unless you want me to be up. Do you want me to get mine out of the way? Cause I know yeah, what you're go, for okay. go for it, go for it. Because we're gonna spend some time on yours, I'm sure. Um First thing I'm geeking out about is Batman Arkham City. The gameplay footage that came out. I yeah. put a video of twelve minutes, over twelve minutes of mm-hmm. gameplay footage. There's no major storyline plot like ruiners, and you can even tell that they bleeped out or like scrambled out some words, so you wouldn't get any major plot points. But God damn, I'm so excited for that game.
3: Yeah, it looks freaking amazing.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. I
2: get
3: nothing.
1: Go ahead. I'm, I'm really good. excited for that game, Mike. Yeah, that's good. Open door. Open uh-huh. door. No,
2: fine. <laughs> I'm not a bad guy like you. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> a jerk. I'm <laughs> <You're> a jerk.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, that game looks amazing. Second thing I'm geeking out over is that the entire series, every single episode of Star Trek The Next, Gen- uh, Next Generation is now available to stream on Netflix. That is epic, and I have no life now.
2: That's what I just thought. I'm like, oh, he's never going to get off the couch. No. Well, no.
1: L- look at how clean my room is. It is clean. I was watching Star Trek: The Next Generation while I cleaned my room.
2: I Did think that I'm inspire you to clean your room
1: a little? Well, look at how meticulously clean the Enterprise is.
3: Mm-hmm. Are so, you going in order, or are you jumping around? What episode? Guys. Oh, um, I I'm jumping around
1: right now, but I'm going to watch them in order. The only thing is I have to stomach the bad special effects from the first season to do that. I was going to say, season one is really brutal. <laughs> it is kind of brutal. And I don't like Tasha Yar. So.
2: <laughs> was there a big uh, upgrade between season one oh, yeah. and season two? Be- yeah. Production-wise, yeah. Even yeah.
1: though like some of the special effects still don't hold up, even now... I mean, they're not fantastic. They definitely look dated a bit, but mm-hmm. the first season looks really dated. I'm
3: sorry. Still, once you get to the like best of both worlds, uh, not best of both what, yeah, best is what's, the one where Picard becomes loc- Locutus, whatever that one is. Oh, yeah. You, whenever you get to that, those kind of episodes, it doesn't matter what the special effects are. It still yeah. has the same It's resonance. an amazing
1: story, and that's all yeah. that matters. There are four lights. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Trekkies uh, will get it. Classic.
1: By the way, while I'm on the subject, yeah. the, yep. the whole movement of uh, calling Trekkies Trekkers and them, like, abandoning the word Trekkies because they think it's derogatory is the stupidest thing I've ever what heard in stupid? my life. Anyone who's a true Trekkie just embraces the word and says, yeah, I'm a Trekkie. Why would Most you change it to Trekker? Whatever. Trekker sounds, Whatever. sounds stupid.
3: It does. Yeah, it does kind of sound pretty stupid. I don't like it. Sounds like a hitchhiker. Yeah. What are Star
1: Wars people Warzies? I call them <laughs> Star Warriors. Ah, there you go. I think that sounds cool. That sounds better than Warzies. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a Star Warzy. <laughs> I'm a Warer, which is a almost war-er. warrior. So you might as well just go to warrior. Uh, last thing I'm geeking out about is the Uncharted Three multiplayer beta that I am a part of because I own Infamous 2. Yeah. I saw you, I saw you playing that yesterday. It's freaking awesome. Is it? I'm loving every single second of it. I haven't had that much time with it. And I think the beta only goes until, like, the 17th or something like that. But I love it. I was a part of the Uncharted 2 beta when that was out as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just really cool to see some of the new gameplay mechanics. They've added in so much stuff that... Like, I still play the Uncharted 2 multiplayer now and again. But I can't imagine anyone getting sick of the 3 multiplayer.
2: Is it just... Like capture the flag, deathmatch, that kind of, or there are a lot more to the multiplayer. It's even more.
1: Like the, there's one co-op mode in the beta right now where you play for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and every time you achieve one of the stages, it goes on to another one. Mm -hmm. So you'll play siege first, maybe, and it randomizes it. Siege, you have to, you're in a certain area Mm -hmm. and you can only kill enemies while you're inside that area and you have to kill so many before you move on to the next stage. Oh. There's a survival. There's, uh, like capture the gold, which is capture the flag basically, mm-hmm. and it'll rotate randomly between those three while you go and survive the 15 minutes of co-op. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the multiplayer areas. There's uh team deathmatch where it's one team versus another. There's, um, two team or two player. Three-team, two-player deathmatch. So there's three teams of two players. Okay. So you're hunting two other teams while yep. two other teams are hunting you. That's cool. And if you stay with your buddy, there are adv- adv- uh, advantages to being like alongside your buddy and stuff. Um, there's just straight-up deathmatch mm-hmm. where it's every man for himself, no teams whatsoever. There's hardcore, which I think that might be called the hardcore mode. That's mm-hmm. what that might be. I haven't played that yet. Uh there's the capture the flag, capture the gold type idea and there's going to be even more modes that aren't a part of the beta that will be part and the whole of the things from multiplayer.
2: Third person?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. And you can actually play two people on one screen now too. There's actually a split screen mode. Nice. Uh, yeah. Finally. <laughs> so I'm absolutely loving the uncharted 3 beta. But those are all my geek outs. So Brian I know right, first before I uh, get to my
3: geek out, which we all know which is coming. Yes. Um, uh, we missed. I wanted to mention this last episode, but uh, July Fourth was International Talk Like Randy Savage Day, so I want to uh put this out there for uh the people that have missed it, and we maybe can uh, do a little uh improv right now. But uh, the <laughs> <Facebook> <laughs> you just want to
1: like- do a Randy Savage yeah, impression because you
3: have a good one. No, no. I seriously, this was a Facebook Facebook evite that was sent to me like a long well, yeah, time ago. But the, the reason you want to do a today. little improv and, uh, is because the you want to.
1: <laughs>
3: the info says, "Ooh, yeah! One of the finest men to ever live on this planet has departed to the great grapple battle whoa, whoa. In the sky." Stop, stop,
1: stop! Read it like Macho Man Randy Savage.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're gonna do it, oh, do it right. this if it's speak like part. Macho Man, Day, do it. Ooh, yeah. One of the finest men to ever live on this planet has departed to the great grappling battle in the sky in the celebration of an American hero, a tower of power too sweet to be sour, too hot to handle, too cold to hold, in fine American life form. Dig it. We shall dig out our best Macho Man impression, celebrate the birthday of our country, and legacy of an American icon. Anything is applicable. Even impressions of Bonesaw. Feel free to snap yeah. into a jump while you post. <laughs> that was so, so much better in Macho Man's voice. voice. So uh, every now you guys need to uh, int- do do your tribute to international talk like Randy Savage Day.
2: Snap into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I think my favorite's the the
2: Tower of Power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Ooh yeah. There
1: you go. See, I'd be in the bonesaw <laughs> cam like
2: bonesaw is ready. <laughs> what are you Ooh. doing up there? <laughs> you know what the worst part is? That was like one of his last matches. I know, in right? Spider Man movie.
3: Yeah, I think it and was one of his, his best. best, sadly.
2: He showed up on TNA. I don't know if he actually wrestled.
3: Uh yeah, I think he like did something. I don't even know. I think he just dropped like an elbow and that was it. Mm. But um okay, so <laughs> on to my geek outs. um, <laughs> yes. uh, I think we all know what's coming, but for those who don't know, this past Monday on Raw was probably one of the greatest geek out mark out moments of like or not this the past history. Monday, a couple weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um uh, CM Punk uh basically it was, it was a so-so show, it was the Raw Roulette show, and at the very end of the show, um, CM Punk uh, helped R-Truth beat John Cena and just gra- randomly grabbed a mic and walked up to the ramp and sat uh, Indian-style on the top of the ramp and just started cutting the greatest worked shoot promo, we're talking wrestling talk now, but uh, basically just... The greatest promo in a long, long, long time where non wrestling fans, people who've been out of the business, people who haven't watched in a while, everyone was buzzing about it after it happened. And it was the greatest thing ever, considering he ripped on pretty much. It basically read like someone who hated WWE right now would say. And it was just the most he fantastic. Does hate WWE
1: right now.
3: It was just like. It was just like every single thing that like you could like you would not believe the things he was saying. The next thing he'd say like I can't believe he just said that. I can't believe he just said that. Yeah. And um, it was just fantastic from uh, you know, talking about Hogan kissing Vince's ass, Cena kissing Vince's ass, ripping on The Rock, talking about how he's a Paul Heyman guy and how Brock Lesnar had left because he was a Paul Heyman guy. Or we can yeah. just play it. Oh, or we can just play it. There you go. I totally forget you had it. Yeah, I have it. If if you want me to stop it, no, let sure. Have... No, no, go for it. Okay.
0: John Cena, while you, you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, <laughs> I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this, because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, yeah. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. Burn. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. Damn right. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am. And that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass.
2: Ooh, yeah. (laughs) This not like proud. I know.
0: You're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne, though. He's a pretty good ass kisser. (laughs) Always was and still is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I am the best... Wrestler in the world I've been the best ever since day one when I walked into this company and I've been vilified and hated since that day because Paul Heyman saw something in me that nobody else wanted to admit That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar and he split just like i'm splitting but the biggest difference between me and brock is i'm going to leave with the wwe championship i've grabbed so many of vincent k mcmahon's imaginary brass rings that it's finally dawned on me that they're just that they're completely imaginary the only thing that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out For almost six years, I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me! And yet, no no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your lovely little collector cups, I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted. I don't get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network. (laughs) I'm not on the poster of WrestleMania. I'm not in the signature that's produced at the start of the show. That's unbelievable. I'm not on Conan O'Brien. I'm not on Jimmy Fallon. But the fact of the matter is I should be. And trust me, this isn't sour grapes. But the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Oh, hey, let me get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are just the biggest part of me leaving as anything else. Because you're the ones that are sipping out of those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at five in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job. (laughs) I'm leaving with the WWE Championship on July 17th, and who knows, maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? (laughs) The reason I'm leaving is you people, because after I'm gone, you're still going to pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's going to keep turning, and I understand that. But Vince McMahon's going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical, douchebag y- like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead. But the fact is... It's it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest <laughs> of his stupid family.
2: Testify.
0: Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? Do we do this whole bully campaign?
2: Oh. And then at this point, they've cut his mic.
3: Yeah, they cut his mic off, and it's just... I've never experienced like anything like that. I mean, there was the Joey Styles work shoot a couple years ago with the before ECW yeah. came back, but this was just on a whole nother level. I mean, everything he said was pretty much truth. Yep. I mean, it, it was just it, and the fact that you know they let him say this stuff, and there's a bunch of you know what did they really let? Did they say actually let him say this stuff, or did he go out there and say it himself? Is 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 uh, a no holler argument, but. Just it, the delivery was amazing. And people have compared this to the Austin 316 promo. Like mm-hmm. that big of a, you know. And it momentous. was fitting that he had a Stone Cold shirt on for it. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. And, I mean, if he re-signs, which we don't know the story, if he re-signed or not. Some people are saying, obviously, he must have if they let him do this. But we'll see uh, this Sunday, whatever happens after this Sunday. There's a number of different ways we could go. But uh, I'm just – I'm, I, I got questions for you guys. Do you think, A, I mean, do you think – yeah, he's gonna stick around, and this is whole just a storyline to make him into a bigger, you know. Ca- I mean, he could pretty much be an anti-hero now. He could pretty much turn himself into a person who hates all the, you know, kitty bullshit that WWE is right Oh yeah, sh- he could be the right new now. Stone Cold with mm-hmm. this. He really could. Yeah, and that, that's one way I'm thinking. Or he could either do that, or he could join with Vince and real and basically be a real heel, and basically say, "This is the only way I know I can get a title shot and be champion is if I, you know, kiss Vince's ass." You know, there's a bunch of ways they can go with it. And maybe he will just leave. Maybe he will lose to Cena and just leave. But uh, there's there's also rumors that, you know, Heyman and Brock Lesnar are in negotiations to do some sort of business relationship with the company. There's mm-hmm. you know, their things their ring of honor stuff is being talked about. So I don't know, but it's definitely the biggest thing in wrestling in the last couple of years that people all over the place were talking mm-hmm. about immediately after like everyone was talking about throughout the entire week. Like it was just, you know, I've never seen anything like it and it's a testament to CM Punk and the test and it's a testament to them trying to do something different. I think, you know, finally getting some sort of, you know, reaction from the older fans that maybe have left or just trying to do something. And so what are you guys thoughts on it? As I rambled on Mike,
2: I think whether he stays or not, they accomplished exactly what they wanted to accomplish. They're going to get people to tune in and watch it. And the pay-per-view will probably have great, buy rates because people are going to want to see how the match ends. You know, it's already, is this going to be like with the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels thing? Mm -hmm. Exactly. What's going to, is somebody going to get screwed over here or see if punk wins? People want to know because he storyline wise, isn't supposed to show up on Monday night raw the next night because his contract, but from everything I've read, I thought his contract didn't expire until September. I thought SummerSlam was supposed to be,
1: which Ultimately, a, would terminate his contract because yeah, but so that's all part end. of the. But that's, I think right, that's all part right, of the. suspension's all part of the.
2: Of the, right. the story. I yes. mean, it, the, if if it wasn't, I mean, the whole thing was planned. Otherwise, they would have cut. The minute you you veer away yeah. from that, that they would What his was mic. scripted? They would have cut him. Yeah. But it did exactly what they wanted to do. Watch, watch the buy rates be up, and I th- I think he'll stick around. I think there's they probably had sat they sat down him and Vince had a conversation. And, you know, at the end of the day, he probably explained all that to him. Mm -hmm. And and Vince is no dummy. Even though he's trying to get away from wrestling, you know, CM Punk's good. And why lose him to somebody else? So they probably worked out a deal. He'll stick around. They may – if they were smart, what they would do is have him win the belt and let him go wrestle somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But even even if – have him just show up somewhere. Have him show up in New Japan. Have him show up at Ring of Honor show or something. (laughs) because then it seems as though he did exactly I mean they yeah. could they could make this if they do this right and it looks like so far they have this could be huge they could really bring wrestling fans back who haven't watched in a while because he's going to be the anti WWE guy yeah who has their belt you know running the show
3: I I think that is be the best option exactly I mean I, I, I can't put into words how, like, I have friends who were just, you know, who watch out of habit or, you know, stopped watching. I watch out of habit and I was completely bored with the program. And all of a sudden, the second anyone sees it, it's like, holy shit, that is awesome. And like, people are, you know, automatically get into it because he's mm-hmm. saying all the things that, like, it was almost written off, you know, uh, a fan's complaint on a message board. Like, everything he said was, you know, and the fact that they let him just say what he said, I, I even, I have to admit, I'm surprised I let him go as far as he did. But uh, it's just it's just fantastic. And I, I, it's gotten me excited. And I was really, you know, whatever about wrestling, hey. really, the last yeah, couple. Yeah, well, I, I, I made it known that I really have kind of stopped
1: watching. But even yeah. after hearing about all the buzz behind this, and due to the fact that CM Punk's my favorite guy out there right now, I definitely sought this out and wanted to watch and see what went down. I'm not sure entirely what was scripted and what wasn't. I do think he took some liberties and went further than they expected him to, but I think he proposed it that way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna say stuff. You're yeah. not gonna like it. And that's that's the liberty he was given. And eventually they did cut him off. The the way they I wrote this in the article too when I put the audio online is that the the cutoff was very conveniently placed and mm-hmm. The prominence of his suspension on WWE.com was placed such that it makes it seem like this is part of the script and the story that they're trying to tell, or else the suspension would kind of be tucked away from all that other news, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't see it nearly as prominently. But the success in this is that you do question, even for just a second, you go, what did he do off script? What did he do on script? How much of this is real? Is this mm-hmm. a story? Is he burning a bridge? The fact that you have any questions
2: makes this a success. Yep. And I mean, this went beyond wrestling. Yeah, Jim Rome, who runs, uh, I guess, has a show on ESPN, Rome mm-hmm. is Burning, What has been right away. A Tuesday was like, I, I put the word out there, CM Punk, you can come on my show and yep. finish your promo. Now, if they were smart, they would have let him do that. Right. Yeah. Let him go on a sports show. Because now this has gone past wrestling fans. You got you know, ESPN involved going, We want to hear more. Because right. of course they do. They want to hear somebody bash, you know, if any athlete, if a Bruins player turn around and went, Well, oh, yeah, do you wanna yeah, know what good. really happened in the locker room? It's I'll good tell good you TV. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good TV. And I mean this is big. This is exciting. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, you can't hide anything anymore. The internet's there and people know everything oh, pretty yeah. much. And look what they did with Karma, what, three, four weeks ago. You know, the internet knew that she was pregnant and that's why she couldn't wrestle mm-hmm. after this big debut for her. <laughs> and they let her go out and say exactly that. So I think we're seeing a change. I think Vince is, has embraced the fact that people are going to know that what's going on. People yeah. understand what they really takes to. place. So just make it part of the show now. Yeah,
3: they have to. And I think the best part of this was like, Rob said, "You know, when you start to question what's real, that was, I think, really been it's been missing from wrestling. I mean, I don't, I know Rob didn't watch back then, but I don't know if Mike, you watched. I've back been watching during, it like, since the, I was
2: six years old, so that was yeah. So yeah. The,
3: like during, do you remember like during the you know the, the Monday Night Wars where yeah. every week you felt like this because you didn't know what was going to happen next, and that's yeah. really what's been missing is that like I can't, I can't wait to see what happens next, and that's right. WWE's been so predictable." The past couple of you know months, so I think this is a, like such a brush of fresh fresh air for them. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, all
1: right, awesome. uh Any others before we go into freakouts? Um, no, like that was
3: my only geek out. All right. Nope. Oh,
0: freak out,
2: Mike! I have none, none, none. <laughs> good week. It was. It's been a good couple of weeks. Brian? To freak out over. Uh,
3: I have one, but it's also wrestling related, but sure. it's kind of stupidly wrestling related. Okay. Um, I don't usually watch TNA or I'm sorry, Impact Wrestling, and I Go happen ahead. to switch it on. I forget if it was whatever night Thursday on, night it's on Let or Let me guess. It was it a couple weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, but so as a as a kid or not a kid, when I was in high school, my favorite wrestler was Sting, the Crow Sting. I loved Sting. More that storyline is still my favorite Sting versus the NWO storyline. I, I will like get goosebumps if I still watch it. Yeah. So I've always liked Sting, and even though you know he's older now in his fifties, and you know they made him the champion or whatever, and he he's you know whatever. I turned on, and apparently his gimmick now is that he plays that he is the Joker from the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and he paints himself kind of his face paint is like modified, and basically he just laughs hysterically and like makes goofy noises, oh, yet God. still.
2: Yeah. yeah, that was the first time he did that because the storyline is supposed to be he's trying to get Hogan to become a good guy again to stop trying to run the like take the show and destroy but Why?
3: It. Why making him into, like, because he's, Joker. he's I don't driving
2: get it. himself crazy doing it like oh. he's like, I, I'm going to go. You, you're driving me nuts. You know, that, that was weird.
3: Things he's like, like painting he to, red. Yeah, paint on people and stuff. And I was just like it made me sad, though. I don't I, I didn't like it at all. Apparently, it was a Sting
1: just copies other things and. The the latest
3: gothic trend is Joker. Well, dude, Dark Knight came out what three years ago. They're a little behind on that.
1: Well, <laughs> when did he start introducing the crow paint? Based on when? That oh, movie that's true. Came
3: the crow. Yeah, you're right. The crow was a little. Uh... I think he waits for it to die down just enough so that he can get away with parodying it. Mm-hmm. i just wish he would retire and you know i wish he kind of did go to wwe and just you know do his thing at wrestlemania and retire it just yeah. kind of makes me sad to see him and hogan out there and Flair, in they're like 60s because they have they i don't know either they don't want to go or they're getting offered money and they just look sad and it makes me my child it's like my childhood is getting like destroyed i, I just wish they would go out like Shawn michaels and just go out yeah. you know kind of so. just leave on yeah a high time and yeah. I mean uh, supposedly Hogan still wants to wrestle again. He wants to wrestle Sting in October and I'm just oh, like he's that's going to be
2: two knee replacements, a <laughs> hip replacement. He can't drop a leg drop. No, he'll he can't. shatter. He can't even move. No, he'll shatter.
3: <laughs> he has like a back brace. He has like he can't even do anything. I'm good like Lord. what? He's an idiot. He's going to end up dying in the ring like Kurt Angle will probably do. I don't know. Uh, that, well, that was Kurt, my ranch yeah. impact wrestling. <laughs> yeah. They need to stick to the younger guys and stop the whole old men gimmick.
1: Yeah, build up the new talent. Focus yeah. on the good stuff. So oh, TNA doesn't have a lot of good
2: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the younger guys are good. It, yeah, it, they are, they it, really that's are. That's it's the problem. Such a good roster of young starting guys to build up. Yeah. yeah, And then they had it started. You know, Jeff Hardy came in, and then this guy and that guy. Yeah. Now Scott Steiner's there. Yeah. There's a guy you want one. Okay. Where is it? Where's
1: the sad <laughs>
3: trombone? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Steiner's
1: entrance
3: music. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the police sirens. How is he not dead of, like, steroid, like... I don't
1: know how he hasn't these died All guys yet. dying of, like, enlarged hearts and steroid use. Yeah, he's, like, looks picking. like he's ready to explode at any moment. Yeah.
3: It's scary. Ew. Ugh. <laughs>
1: um, I'm freaking out over one thing this week, and that would be... I finally watched the end of Legend of the Seeker. It's only two seasons long. I started a long time ago. I got occupied with other things. I finally got around to watching the rest of it on Netflix, and I'm just bummed that it's over and it didn't get picked up for a third season. There is a movement out there to get it picked up, and I would love to see more seasons of it. It might be past that time where that it was way past. It was la- that was like last yeah. fall, and generally at this point things don't get picked up again it's not unheard of i mean it's no. easier with things like futurama where it's a cartoon and they can just draw the characters again instead of pulling people away from other projects but uh there is a movement out there if you go to SaveOurSeeker.com, then they do have a campaign running where they are trying to get at least a third season if not more of the show because it does deserve it i think it's really good so
3: I, I don't know like how much of a, a reader you are, but you should read the books. I mean, then you can fill, the, fill, the, finish, finish the story for yourself. That's and true. I, I mean, probably it, it, would. I like don't know. No ending.
1: I don't know how much it coincides. I've heard it kind of veers off with the books too.
3: It uh, it kind of combines. The first season was good, but second season sort of combines shit from like half different books, bringing stuff in oh, early okay. and late, and yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I would love
1: a comic book version of it,
3: but I don't see yeah.
1: that happening anytime soon. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with some more nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amazon users, if you'd like to help support the show, please go to the geekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon.
2: Hi, this is Charisma Carpenter, and you're listening to
0: The Geek Generation. Yes, you
1: are. All right, we're back. And even though we're not going to do a full spoiler room discussion of it, I know. I saw Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I know Brian saw Transformers. Did you? Mike? no,
2: no. no. Shia LaBeouf.
1: Shia LaBeouf. <laughs>
2: That's reason enough not to.
3: <laughs>
2: I didn't see the it? first one. No, I. Uh, they just didn't. Uh, I don't know. I saw the trailers and I was like, mm, don't need to see it. Yeah. Well, Brian, what'd you think?
3: Well, first off, Rob, I have to. Ask, were you a fan of Transformers as a kid, or like a big time, or were you sort of just like not a... not as big as you? OK, I was kind of I mean, it was there and I enjoyed it when I watched it,
1: but I wasn't like going out and searching for it, you know?
3: OK, so you weren't like a uh, like a OK, Um, I thought the first 45 minutes were absolutely terrible and gr- sc- like made me want to like I was like, if this is the rest of the movie, this is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. The comedy was not as bad as the second one, but it was still really bad. Like yeah, the parents were terrible. Again. The parents and uh, what's this guy from The Hangover's name? The the what's his face? Which the, one? Oh,
1: the, the, um Jerry Ch- No, That's no, a, that's the a kid the, I know. <laughs> you know who I mean? The, the Chinese guy. Like giving out a name Korean in college. Was, the, oh, either. the Ken yeah. Young. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. I, like uh, I thought he was terrible. Um, but yeah, the the, the audience I started terrible. with thought Why was, was he hilarious. In they were like eating it up, but I was just like, this is terrible. Yeah. Um. Anything with the Transformers themselves, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Anything with the humans was... Eh. But the last hour, that battle, I thought was fantastic. Just spectacle-wise in 3D. Yeah, I the last
1: was, hour was a totally different movie.
3: Yeah, I thought it was... It made up the entire movie for me, and I was like, you know, I think that's fucking awesome, and I'm glad I saw it. But yeah... Storyline, obviously, you don't go to a movie like this for plot or story. It was passable. It wasn't Even really anything Even though, compared special.
1: to the first two, this one probably had more plot than any yeah. of them. Except, by the time that last battle comes in the
3: last hour, they're like, plot? What plot? <laughs> Although, I did <laughs> like... I really thought Letter Nimoy did a good job. I won't spoil anything, but I thought he did a really good job as um, Sentinel Prime.
1: Yeah, the one thing that was really cool, I don't know if you picked up on it, is that he quoted himself from The Wrath of Khan, saying the needs of the many outweigh the needs yes, of the few. Yes, yes, you did. And I was like, yes. oh my god, that's Wrath of Khan, and no kid's gonna get that. And also, <laughs> in the
3: beginning, they had the two retarded comedy figures uh, watching an old Star Trek episode with yes. Spock in it, which yep. I thought was funny. And the uh, the other part of the movie
1: I really dug was that this dude was in it.
2: <laughs> you wanna play games, Scene? Well, when it's game time, it's pay time, baby! Woo! <laughs>
3: You know who that is? I don't know who he is, but I know he's in the movie. That's
1: Terry Tate. (laughs) He was the big black dude. I knew he looked
3: familiar. That's uh,
1: office linebacker Terry Tate. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not his real name, but that was the character he played in the Reebok things. So good. And I I, I saw him. I
3: was like, wait, is that? It's it's Terry Tate. Now now the important question. What did you think of uh, Megan Fox's replacement? I miss Megan Fox. (sighs) See, I didn't think the The acting level was the same. Um, geeking geek wise, they this one was named after a character from the cartoon that yep. he, the, that he ends up marrying in the cartoon and having a kid with. So it made more sense that way. But yeah, I I, I think name Megan wise Fox it, more it made attractive. more
1: sense. Acting wise, they were about on par. Megan Fox yeah. is way hotter. I don't care what anybody says. And I
3: love how Shia LaBeouf randomly came out and was like, "Yeah, I hooked up with her during the first movie when she was married." Like, yeah ah, awesome. Yeah that was
1: random. they did uh, take a knock at her in the movie too the two little robots saying they're like that yeah she, she was, was mean. mean that last girl was like... mean yeah
3: But the last the last hour salvaged it it, uh, it had re- they brought in some cool things the problem I always have with these movies is I'm a huge transformer fan mm-hmm. they don't even give you enough time to figure out who the new characters are they no, just throw them in with all. no explanation who they are yeah it's just like, "Oh, it's a transforming robot." I just picture Michael Bay going like, "Okay, we're going to have a bunch of fucking explosions over here. Bunch of fucking <laughs> explosions over here. And uh yeah, you guys do with the robot shit and just like yeah. walks away." That's pretty much yeah. what it is.
2: That's. Yeah, like, that's a great I, I guarantee
3: he has like no idea who any of the, like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to use Optimus Prime. The rest of them just, you know, fucking make giant explosions and have some slow motion like girl running and with like a fucking close up of her ass. Like that's pretty much all I can picture him." That like, was the beginning. That was awesome. Yeah, that was <laughs> the best beginning ever. Zoomed in on the ass, and then it's like, I okay, then. the stairs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so, but yeah, the action scenes were really well done. You, you, As much as I think he's a hack of a director at times, he does have really good ac- uh, action scenes. I mean, you know, he can well, make anything. the 3D, anything the technology
1: at, right? of 3D forced him to slow down, and that's yeah. what he needed, because the last yeah. one was just way too Bad. fast and you couldn't even tell what was going on
3: yeah this one you could at least see the different robots fighting and you know it had a lot of good moments and it was a very i like that it gave it a lot of finality to it too so you knew there wasn't probably they, yes they're probably gonna make another one either a prequel but at least for this it looked like this was his trilogy that he's done right so i thought that was good so yeah i give it like a i don't know seven out of ten yeah least. Probably in the
1: same range, which is saying a lot for me, considering... Yeah, and I know you were, like,
3: ready to, like, crucify it. I I was ready to
1: kill it. This was the best out of the three, though.
3: Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, and I'm not saying it's a great movie that, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to, like, see this movie. And, you know, no one's going to see it to, to you know, it's one of those you take your brain out and just watch it for the It is getting
1: decks. critically
3: destroyed. Though. Oh, of course. They always are. Yet, if you look on um, one of the sites, it said the critics are bashing, but the, the audience poll after the movie are giving it all A's and B's, which hmm. is kind of funny. And it is just, odd it's, to see, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that 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 was that's that. I mean, it was it is what it was, and it's gonna make a shitload of money because people like stupid explosions, summer popcorn movies. But Harry Potter Mm -hmm. will probably knock it out when it comes out. So yeah, but winning. (laughs) Um, you also said
1: that you would give me some feedback on Green Lantern: Rise of the Oh yes, okay. I totally forget about that. Yeah, yeah. no, I want to hear about it because I I want to know if it's worth my time to even try playing.
3: Um, it's. Okay, you played God of War, right? Obviously, oh, yeah. it's Dude, basically God of God War. Of War, with War Green I own God of War. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically God of War with Green Lantern, but not as good. Uh, it's better than the movie storyline wise. Sadly, it actually <laughs> does a lot more with the mythology than the movie did. Yeah. Um, it's fun to play with two players, but you have to—you can't do it online. You have to have them like you sitting next to each other. So I played it with my friend. I played it with Boyd, and you know, it was entertaining. But I don't know if I would say to I, I mean if I would if people have Gamefly, I would rent it, or if it drops to like twenty bucks, I'd buy it, but definitely don't pay, you know, fifty or sixty dollars for it. But for what it was, the engine's actually pretty strong and it's pretty entertaining. You can make different constructs and there's some flying and, you know, there's a lot of villains from the comics. It's it's not terrible. Ryan Reynolds looks like he mailed in the fucking voice actor, oh, yeah. which I'm sure he did. Mm. Um but I, I was actually more impressed than I thought I was going to be. I was like, "This game's going to be complete shit." And Boyd only bought it because he found it for thirty bucks on Amazon. So I'm like, "I'll try yeah. it." But you know, you get to play as Sinestro if you, if you're the second player, and it's kind of it's kind of cool for. But yet, I think the entire it's very game very Repetitive, isn't it? Gameplay wise, yeah. yeah, that's it's, what I it's, heard. It's it's pretty repetitive, but you know, um, I guess the game itself is only like six hours long to play through, oh, which geez. is like
2: Ooh, short. Yeah,
1: yeah. For Sixty bucks so, if
3: you're going to get a full yeah. price—that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So like I said wait till it's like you know 20 bucks or someone um you know i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people returning it i mean not returning it uh selling it back so yeah i mean it it was good for for like an afternoon playing a game but it's not something you'd ever want to own i don't think so yeah all right
1: well that's good to hear i'll yeah. i'll play it when it's like on a used rack for 20 bucks yeah, or something exactly. yeah all right moving on
0: bit me. had your kids had your wife Double rainbow all the way. Is this real life, That really huh? love. <laughs> <laughs> so you can run and tell that
1: friggin' baby gets me every time. Uh. Um, on the web finds uh, first thing I got here is a lost Star Wars parody poster. Apparently, it was created so that the family can afford to go to Comic Con. There is a full video up there. That explains exactly what's going on. Uh, they had the money to go to Comic-Con, a husband, and wife, and their two kids. But they ran into some financial troubles. They had pipes burst in the house. Uh, the mom broke her toe during the whole plumbing thing. Their car broke down, and it took a lot of money to fix. Their vacuum exploded. And the mom was diagnosed with some weird syndrome, and I has I guess has to take medications for it from now on. They didn't get more specific. <laughs> but So they're dumping all this money, and now they can't afford to go to Comic-Con. So the father is an artist. He makes some pretty impressive stuff. I looked at some of his work online and, uh, he did create a parody of a Star Wars poster featuring all the lost characters in their place. It's that classic older looking mm-hmm. Star Wars one where you got Luke in the middle with the blaster and kind of everyone else around him like that. And it looks really cool and you can get them at lostincomics.com. They originally were just going to sell a limited run of the posters so that they could afford to go to comic-con but people are asking for them to put them on t-shirts and stuff like that so they might actually end up making some money out of this but if you want to help them get to comic-con help support and even just really get a cool looking poster you can go to lostincomics.com and get one of those any thoughts Ooh. that's good that I, they, thought it, I mean no, sorry, go
2: oh you go oh no, you go <laughs> oh, oh you go no no after you <laughs> no, <I'll go. laughs> it's God. like the two little chipmunks in the commercial um you know, that's unfortunate. All those things happen, but look at what's come out of it now. Now yeah. they're probably going to do quite well with this. People are going to want to get that. Like you said, they, they're buying the poster. They're getting it on t-shirts, sweatshirts, you know. Yeah. I think that, that's great. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully get them to Comic then. Cause initially my the thought was. Is yours. <laughs> Abuse my, the sound effect. My initial thought was well, maybe that's a sign that you shouldn't go to Comic Con. You know, all these <laughs> things keep happening, but yeah, I don't turned know it how around. their
1: kids, their kids look really young in the video. I don't know yeah. how they would survive Comic Con.
3: Yeah, <laughs> maybe
2: gonna get trampled.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Get trampled. Totally. uh Second thing here is not acu- uh, sorry. I'm not even reading properly. Hmm. An acoustic invisibility cloak, which apparently makes objects unhearable, built. By Duke University researchers, a new acoustic invisibility cloak made of a plastic metamaterial makes objects invisible to sound waves. It could be used to shield ships from sonar or build better soundproof walls for concert halls and other spaces. And it works the same way an invisibility cloak would work in real life where instead of bending light waves, it bends sound waves so that they don't come back. We are one step closer to an
2: invisibility cloak. We are. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: They've been working on that already, but this is one that would be... Uh, basically blocking sound waves and make you unhearable, hmm. which is pretty That's, cool. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'll have that link up in the show notes as well as this last one that I was really impressed by. I thought this was funny. Uh, YouTube user uh, Opika1983 was in Cannes, France, recording some footage at night with his GoPro camera hmm. when a seagull suddenly strolled over to it, grabbed it in its beak, and flew off. Luckily, he was able to find the camera after scaling a castle wall and uploaded the footage to give us a glimpse into what it looks like to be stolen by a seagull. So, yeah, when you watch this video, you can see the seagull walk over to it, <laughs> grab the camera from the camera's perspective, start flying away. You hear the guy going, hey! <laughs> yep. And it's hilarious. You hear the seagull, like, breathing as yeah. he's flying overhead. The seagull's overhead.
3: like, bah, bah! It, makes yeah. it, like this, it kept scaring me every time I watched and it. And you it literally like get like a bird's eye view. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool the to see. The camera
2: remains pointing down towards the, uh, yep. towards the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, cool. it's just
1: really cool footage that uh, it's, we wouldn't have gotten if the guy didn't find his camera. So he's lucky yeah. he found it.
2: I hope GoPro puts those clips into their commercial. Seriously. <laughs> those are <a> great <laughs> We clip. survived
1: seagull trips. <laughs> right.
2: Those cameras are cool.
1: That's a good advertisement right there. Yeah. Uh, so we got, on top of that, we have our mailbag to go into, as I guess it's now going to be called since we're not going to do the poll questions anymore. We just have a mailbag. And. We'll oh it. my
0: god!
2: You've got mail. You bastard!
1: <laughs> so, in the mailbag this week, we have one email coming in from G1 who said, fun episode. I had a bunch of things I wanted to write about. And he's referring to our Green Lantern episode, actually. Uh, I had a bunch of things I wanted to write about, but after all that Green Lantern bashing, it seems to have slipped my mind. <laughs> oh, I did read Ultimate Spider-Man number 160 this weekend. It was fantastic. Matter of fact, I'd say it was perfect. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Thoughts, Brian? Perfect. <laughs> do, you, do you agree that it was perfect?
3: I don't know if it was perfect, but it was—it was like I said in the last episode. It was—it was very well done, and it, like I said, it—it—it it, it was done in a very well done way. Without, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, it was—it was very well done. It comes polybagged in like a, a sleeve, so you can't like right, flip right. through it in the store. So, oh yeah, they
1: wanted to prevent that because, yeah. and that's what they did with Death of Superman too. Yeah. And we have a couple of voicemails to go over. The first one Ooh. comes in from John Smith.
2: Hmm, sounds fake.
1: Hello. This is, uh, John. John Smith. I just had a, uh, general question for, uh, Rob and, uh, you know, Mike and everybody else. You know, I, I just wanted to know what you guys thought, you know, of this comic book called Irredeemable. Uh, you know, if you guys would like to address that, you know, Brian, uh, that would be great. Thanks. Bye. So, Brian, John Smith would like our take on the comic book Irredeemable. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it now again? Do you want to just <laughs> or, or maybe you can explain to John Smith why we haven't gotten to that. Uh, <laughs> or why we have not Way to throw it at me Hey, now, it's, it's
3: your show. Um, we uh, I've been having some issues going on, but I, I haven't uh, put up an issue, graphically speaking, in a couple of weeks. And, uh, should be one coming soon. I don't know if it's going to be the one where we we did review. Rob re- and I did review Irredeemable, but um, it's I don't know when it will, that will be uh, up yet. But we if we could give Smith- our review again because the
1: second half of that episode,
3: <laughs> I killed. <laughs> you killed uh, it was just bad i killed it was the worst episode it may be the lost episode now so we may just have to end up uh i may just end up sending a uh, uh like a posted web review of it but no um yeah you probably don't even want it just john smith may not want to even hear the review <laughs> if he wants to pick on it
1: yet this is clearly g1 yeah, calling in as so, john smith
3: so um yeah i don't know if he actually even wants to hear it because after hears it, he probably is not going to want to hear it but uh uh I don't know what to say. I may be coming and it may not be coming. I don't really have a clear answer and we waited so long because I suck. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take the blame. I don't give a shit. Uh the
1: the extended review might come out um
3: eventually. But, but we both kind of We didn't care much for it. Not so much. This we kinda, our initial Even the review was probably like 5 minutes long. We both just kind of it was too dark and it just didn't the, the art wasn't great the story just wasn't for us it was very um very dark and despairish and uh, especially at this point in my life right now i don't really want to read something about it like that so yeah. i don't know i just i didn't really feel any connection to any of the characters and didn't maybe it'll me- be a part of a, a hodgepodge graphically speaking yeah.
1: episode where we take the first half of our <laughs> issue and merge it with something else no that was else. something else exactly yeah. is this uh, a,
2: was, 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 a new comic it, no, it's it's Not an new, older but, comic, but yeah.
1: yeah. Irredeemable is basically about a character called the Plutonian who's another worldly version of Superman, more or less. Mm-hmm. Without calling him Superman, he's basically Superman. So Superman ripoff. And he's yep. he's um, disgruntled and basically turns against all the people. He feels like people have taken advantage of sounds him. Sounds like and a don't great concept, him, doesn't it?
2: To ha- imagine if Superman just woke up one day and just went, "Screw you, just like, people!" No,
1: that's basically what it is.
2: I'm going to kill y'all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who'd stop that's him? Pretty- that's that's the whole plot, right that there. That sounds the
3: awesome. It sounds great, but it, it's just, it just really depressing. Uh, and read. it's not very. It, I don't know. I didn't think it was done very well. I mean, it, it's it's not terrible, but it's nothing I would go out of no, my way. It's too bad. I, if something I don't know. I. have it's right Bob over there. Big you can Man. read it later. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe will Yeah, Robert.
1: maybe yeah. then you can give a
2: review. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brian and I just cheer for
1: the hero too much. I think that's our problem. Yeah. 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 You like the villains. You I might do like it. Uh, we have one more that comes in from Matt.
0: What's up, Geek Generation? This is Matt from Lemonster.
1: I listened to the show maybe uh, two weeks ago. Catching up on some of the old and new uh, some ideas. Have us some. Uh, maybe some. Speak about the latest missions coming out of CERN and NASA. Uh, I know reach a second large asteroid on the 16th. You know, just some stuff that, uh, I think geeks like and maybe stuff to talk about. Well, uh, you know, part of the, uh, the news. Anyway, like the show, I'll be listening from now on. I wish I had, uh, you know, really picked up on it earlier, but, uh, keep geeking out. Later. So that's cool. New listener that's been catching up on the like show.
2: What, what did he want us to talk about? Uh NASA?
1: NASA and I I kinda I like heard that. NASA and s- a second largest asteroid yeah, or something. So it's with cell phones. What? Cell phones, uh, bad reception? What? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um yeah, I don't I'm not familiar with the story he's even referring to. Honestly, I and I know I, I kind of picked up in there that he wanted us to expand beyond like mm. the movie and the video game and the comic news and get into kind of the tech and the the NASA things and if stories like yeah. that are big enough, I'll absolutely mention Definitely. them. I like but I stuff. follow so Good. many damn news feeds that <laughs> if I add more to it, I'm just mm. going to get buried. So um people are more than welcome to send those stories into me if they want see, my take on them.
2: Talking about that, wasn't it in the news that uh, an asteroid just missed the Earth? Is that what Maybe. you're talking about? I don't, I don't Did watch you see the that, news, Brian? So.
3: Uh, it, it, I heard something about that, but I don't know anything if that's what he's talking about. It could possibly be. I've always been told if you want to learn how to think positively, never
2: watch the news. Oh, absolutely. It's totally <laughs> so I oh. don't. You can't watch the news for five minutes without being depressed.
1: Yeah. Um. No, but if people want yeah. to send in stuff, guest at com. send it in. We'll absolutely talk about it. Yeah. And I'm just not familiar enough with the story to really comment on it. just need what, it. a
2: link to whatever site they found it on. Yeah.
1: Give me an yeah. article. I'll read an article. Sure and give my feedback or even just include it in the news, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Um, and that's really what I'm looking for, for the, the listener mailbag stuff. Like I'm not going to put out a poll question anymore. So give me the things you want me to talk about, suggest things, Mm -hmm. uh, ask questions, anything we can discuss all good discussion points. I love it all. So any feedback whatsoever is always useful feedback. And of course, if you just call and like berate us, we'll probably play that too, but Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> you know, that's always entertaining as mm-hmm. well. I'll take it.
2: Hate mail is welcome.
1: Hate mail is welcome. Uh, that's all I got today. So that was quick. Yeah, psh, quick. We're like an hour and five minutes this is longer than last week already. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was hard, fast. apparently quick. <laughs> yeah. These episodes tend to go by a little quicker.
2: You spend 45 minutes on CM Punk. <laughs>
1: Maybe apparently no. no. No, I think maybe like 15 minutes total on Punk, if that.
3: That's it. Final thoughts, Prime. Um, this should be an episode of Graphically Speaking out as you know it, as you re- as you're hearing this. Hopefully, a new one. So, um, and please follow uh the show at Twitter on Twitter at Graphic Speaking and uh, send me a do review this that show and this show on iTunes, please. Yay, Mike.
2: I have no final thoughts.
3: Anything you want
1: to plug? No. No. He's <laughs> like <No>. being defiant. <laughs> hey, all right. That's fine. I don't, I don't need to give you any time on my show anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Precious air time. Uh, then I ask everyone to share the show on Facebook and Twitter and get the word out. As always, if you want to visit the site, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com. There is a button to subscribe in iTunes on the side there. Please, please, please write a review, or even just click the little five-star rating system to rate the show. That takes all of two seconds. There is a donation button on the side if you'd like to send us money. We appreciate it because that allows us to keep doing this. If you have any questions, comments, or insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at geekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can call the voicemail at 508-316-9787. You can leave us a voicemail, too. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to this show, they can be sent to guest at TheGeekGeneration.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I'm at TheNightAngel, Ryan's at Xander Harris, and Mike is still not on Twitter. Never. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So we're wrapping up episode 44. And next week we'll be back with an all-news episode, two weeks worth of news, and then the pattern continues. Yay. 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 See you guys Woo-wee. next week. Later. See ya.